You know, today we celebrate Trinity Sunday. And our gospel reading includes the most famous verse in the whole New Testament. John 3.16. The challenge for us is that this famous verse is kind of like this little LED light. It's so bright. It's hard to see much of anything else. Well, come along. Well, sometimes our batteries are like that, too. Well, so listen to the whole reading, not just that one verse. As we read in the third chapter of John, the first 21 verses. Now there was a Pharisee named Nicodemus, a leader of the Jews. He came to Jesus by night and said to him, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher who has come from God, for no one can do signs that you do apart from the presence of God. Jesus answered, Very truly I tell you, no one can see the kingdom of God without being born from above. Nicodemus said to him, how can anyone be born after having grown old? Can, can, can one enter a second time in the mother's womb be born? Jesus answered him, Very truly I tell you, no one can enter the kingdom of God without being born of water and spirit. What is born of the flesh is flesh, and what is born of the spirit is spirit. Do not be astonished that I said to you, you must be born from above. The wind blows where it chooses, and you hear the sound of it, but you do not know where it comes from or where it goes. So it is with everyone who is born of the Spirit. Nicodemus said to him, How can these things be? Jesus answered him, Are you a teacher of Israel, and yet you do not understand these things? Very truly, I tell you, we speak of what we know and testify to what we have seen, yet you do not receive our testimony. If I have told you about earthly things and you do not believe, how can you believe if I tell you about heavenly things? <clears throat> no one has ascended into heaven except the one who descended from heaven, the Son of Man. And just as Moses lifted up the servant in the wilderness, so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whoever believes in Him may have eternal life. For God so loved the world that He gave His only Son so that everyone who believes in Him may not perish but may have eternal life. Indeed, God did not send the Son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through Him. Those who believe in Him are not condemned, but those who do not believe are condemned already because they have not believed in the name of the only Son of God. And this is the judgment that the light has come into the world and the people of darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. For all who do evil hate the light and do not come into the light so that their deeds may not be exposed. But those who do what is true come to the light so that it may be clearly seen that their deeds have been done in God. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks O Lord, may my words and may our thoughts be acceptable in your sight, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. 
The author, John Green, wrote a novel called Turtles All the Way Down. That title refers to a story about the 20th century philosopher Bertrand Russell. The story goes that Russell was holding forth about the nature of the universe one day when an unusual lady in the audience objected. She stood up and loudly told the renowned scholar he had it all wrong. And then she proceeded to explain it all in ideas drawn from ancient mythology. That is, the idea that the earth is held up by the giant Atlas. Atlas stands on the back of a tiger. And the tiger, well, the tiger stands on the back of a giant turtle. So Bertrand Russell asked exactly the question I would have asked, and you might have too. What's that turtle standing on? <laughs> well, that lady was just all out of patience, so she said, you idiot. It's turtles all the way down. <laughs> well, back at Christmas, we celebrated God with us. Not only did God come to earth on that first Christmas in Bethlehem, Emmanuel, which means God with us. God is with us day by day in many ways. One of my favorite uh, preachers is named Sam Wells, and he wrote a book called Incarnational Ministry, and he talks about God being with us in at least eight different dimensions. Presence, attention, mystery, delight, participation, partnership, enjoyment, and glory. So at Christmas we celebrated God with us. At Easter we celebrated God for us. God loved us so much Jesus Christ died for you and me, for us. So Christmas we celebrate God with us. At Easter God for us. And at Pentecost we celebrate God in us. God has sent the Holy Spirit to guide us, to comfort us, to encourage us along the way. God is with us and for us and in us. And now on this Sunday we celebrate the Trinity. God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. The three persons of the Trinity an eternal, loving relationship with each other and with us. You see, it rests not on our own turtles, but on an eternal, loving relationship. Grace all the way down. So let me ask you, if you boil it all down, just to the basics, what's your faith all about? What does your faith rest on? Now, maybe John's story about Nicodemus, this unusual Pharisee, leader of the Jews, and his nighttime encounter with Jesus can help us answer that. We meet Nicodemus at night. He's curious. He's got questions. And so he comes to Jesus, asks these questions, and then he gets really confused by the answers. If you had the chance to meet with Jesus in private, one night like that, what would your questions be? Well, Nicodemus, this Pharisee, leader of the Jews, he appears three times in the Gospel of John. He did. Next, he appears in the seventh chapter. It says, then the temple police went back to the chief priests and the Pharisees who asked them, why did you not arrest him? And the police answered, never has anyone spoken like this. The Pharisees said, 
Surely you hadn't been deceived too, have you? Have any one of the authorities of the Pharisees believed in him? But this crowd, they don't know the law. They are cursed. And Nicodemus, who had gone to Jesus before and was one of these Pharisees, asked, Our law does not judge people without give, first giving a hearing to find out what they're doing, does it? They replied, well, surely you're not also from Galilee, are you? Search and you will find no prophet is to arise from Galilee. Now, once upon a time, I was a philosophy major in college, so I can tell you this is a mistake that has a name. That is, judging an idea not on its merit, but on where it came from. Well, if Sue said that, that's just wrong. Well, maybe not. Genetic fallacy. But Nicodemus also appears in the 19th chapter of John's Gospel. After Jesus was crucified and Joseph of Arimathea has provided that temporary tomb, Nicodemus, who had first come to Jesus by night, also came bringing a mixture of myrrh and aloes, weighing about 100 pounds. A man must have had a wheelbarrow, don't you think? 100 pounds. One night, Nicodemus, this Pharisee leader of the Jews, came by night to ask Jesus questions. And later, later on, he publicly challenged the other Pharisees about whether they were following their own laws and their rush to arrest Jesus. And in the end, Nicodemus, this Pharisee, this leader of the Jews, abandoned caution and did what he could for the crucified Jesus by bringing myrrh and aloes hundred pounds of spices to prepare the body for burial. Well, I have a preaching friend who calls Nicodemus the patron saint of curious Christians. He points out Nicodemus is the only side character who shows up multiple points in John's Gospel and grows in his faith. At first he brings questions and is confused and later on he invites others to slow down in their judgment. And finally, he risked publicly honoring the one just executed. Faith, at least in the case of Nicodemus, takes time. Indeed, his journey with Jesus continues across most of this Gospel of John, and perhaps beyond. Many people are like Nicodemus. Maybe you are. That is, their faith does not come easily. Like him, we may be attracted to Jesus by curiosity at first. And then we, find that, we can find that curiosity leading to struggle, to doubt, to confusion. But if you stick with Jesus, like good old Nicodemus, you too may find your faith growing, not because you've arrived at some theological insight, not because you achieve some accomplishment or recognition, but because you come to realize that what it's all about is the loving God who made you and me and all that He is, and that what matters most is that God so loved the world. He sent His only Son to bring us into that divine, loving relationship with God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Ghost. Thanks be to God.